And welcome on in to the Take 5 podcast. No, this is not a glitch in your podcast app. If you're getting this right now, somehow you're still subscribed to Take 5 and the Sporting Times. My name is Joe Brunk. Doug Thompson here as well. And by golly, Doug, I we are going to take another stab at bringing this podcast back up uh, this, and, and get it running again. This is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I mean, this is... So we may not be back for another this, month this is, but, because of know, Christmas, but here we are. We have tried. We have tried. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were on a roll prior to COVID. We were, yes. we were staring down our 100th podcast. We went past 100. We celebrated the 100. I don't think we. I don't think we actually celebrated it, did we? We I think we did. We noted it. We noted it. I know we noted it. I don't know. We didn't make a big extravaganza and brought in guests to celebrate it, like we talked about doing. I, but we definitely crossed the hundred threshold. So, so we go. We COVID hits. Mm-hmm. We got to 115. 115 so was we, the last one that we did, but that was like a year ago. But, but. It was really bizarre. Right around this time, actually. I was so um, freaked out by COVID mm-hmm. that you and I, we, we said, look, it, let's, you know, the office was closed. It was like, all right, well, let's let's try to do a podcast. And I had my mic on the other side of the room. You were on the opposite side. Yeah, we were complete diagonal across a room. It was ridiculous. Largest room in the office. Exactly. Cords. Going across, yeah. I mean, and then I I had a pretty serious back surgery, which you covered for me, and then I had a knee replacement. And look, in this, I am so ready for 2022 to be over. I mean, it has been absolutely an awful year as far as titanium screws and plates and all that other stuff that goes into you know, keeping me going. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that's all it's doing. But, hey, I do have to say hello to a, a really good uh, friend. And, a, and I'm not going to say fan because he's a friend, but he's a friend of the show. I would say that probably everyone else had given up on <laughs> Take 5 except for this man. And I don't want to say his name because, you know, you know, I don't want to give away, you know, what his podcast preferences are, but he is an Iowa fan. Let's yeah. say that. Yeah. And he's a purple fan. He is a purple fan. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, I hope, you know, he still listens to the show. And we'll find out because he'll let me know. Yeah, he was like, he'll let you know, he'll let me know. But if he doesn't, then we may have to start from square I mean, one. we we basically are. You want to know, here's the fun part. You want to know the last episode we did. I do. I want to see if it tells me when we posted it. It says like a year ago. Um, It's been well over a year. This was like, I, it, I, I, so before the football season of 2021, because the the summary is Doug and Joe settle into the studio as dead period comes to a close. Yeah. We look forward to football season, discuss the changing landscape of high school sports 
and Doug finds himself in the doghouse. That's the that's the tagline. It, it's yeah. marked as a year ago. The title, episode one fifteen. We're ready to get going. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so one of those things maybe, hasn't changed. May, maybe not. I'm constantly in the doghouse. We look forward to football season. We do, <laughs> and our football season has concluded. It has, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, and as we as we prepare for. The weekend, mm-hmm. basketball tipped off on Tuesday, the 29th. Um, I am doing play-by-play for the first time in my life. And I got to tell you, um, it is not, I, I've always known it's not an easy thing to do. It's a little scary, but so was doing a radio show for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so was doing WBKO and WNKY. Those were, and this is on par with all of that, believe it or not, for me, yeah, it is it is scary. And my first outing was Tuesday night, and and I shared some of the stories with you that which you can catch on stfanclub.com slash live. <laughs> yeah, on demand. On demand. Now you can. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I, I I enjoy it. I mean, I I've dude, it's so much fun. It is, but it's so much fun. It it is. And you know I'm I'm doing Greenwood and and you know if there's a replacement out there that that would love to do it I would be happy to pass the baton. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you get to know the players. You I know Coach McCoy. I've known Coach McCoy when he was an assistant at Barron County. Total respect for him. Mm-hmm. I think he is just one of the the most outstanding young coaches. Even though. You know, he's in his fourth season as head coach, and he's coached a bunch before that. He's still young um, compared to me uh, and to some of the other coaches, but but he's just he's really good. He's mm-hmm. he's like a, a Warren Cunningham. Well, he's uh, in that tree. I mean, he's he comes in under the Warren Cunningham tree. Yeah, that's where he learned, uh, and you can you can definitely tell that's where he gets his his his, his tutelage from. He's a very good coach, uh, and I think not only you, but I think the the coaches around this area, the fans in this area, like people that follow basketball in this area, recognize yeah. what he brings to the table. I think last year left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths when it comes to Greenwood. Uh, I think they expected a lot more out of last season, uh, but even with that, they were what twenty four and five, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't make it out of district. Like that's the thing. And, this and is this is this is the gauntlet. This a, is that's the, the thing. Districts in the state. That's the, and that's the thing that's going to be the case. And, and and why making it to region can sometimes be it. It's not always the best accurate measuring stick for a program because you'll have you'll because you'll have some districts that there's one good team, right, and then the rest of the teams are eh. Right. And one of those teams is going to make it to region every year, regardless of how yeah. good they are. One of those teams is going to make it out. So you've got, oh, well, you know, this team, well, we made it to region, but we were 14 and 16 right. on the season. And then you have a, a, a team like Greenwood, and they all season long were a top three, top four team in the region. Sometimes the top team yeah, and they in were the region. In the top 15 in the yeah, state. Yeah, top 15 point. in the state at one point. 
they were loaded with a lot of great senior talent, and they were a really good team for the majority of the year. Unfortunately, Bowling Green got pretty good a lot faster than people anticipated, and so that younger crew was kind of able to take out Greenwood in the first round of district last year. And I think a lot of Greenwood people are like, man, that that was kind of our shot, at least for the next couple of years, because yeah. Warren Central, FYI, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, and and Bowling Green lost one guy. Yeah. And and look, at if Greenwood would have been in any other region other than maybe a couple, you know, up in Louisville and maybe Lexington, they probably would have won the region with the team that they had. They would have been very competitive in, yeah. in the vast majority. Yeah. I Yes. And, and and honestly, you know, this season, look, at they've got freshmen, sophomores. They've got a couple seniors. Um, they're, all, they're all good back. All teams these days are good good players because, you know, in my, my opening tonight uh, for the pregame, you know, I talk about, you know, these kids start playing on a, on a, on a tiny tights, you know, a basket when mm-hmm. they're about two and a half. Yeah. And, you know, they have club and they have summer. They have AAU. They have pickup ball. They have, you know, playing in the, uh, in, in the driveway. They, whatever, the, these kids know how to play basketball. They know how to shoot basketball, but what Greenwood needs to do is they need to get some games under their belt and learn how to play together because they haven't had that because they're all new other than Stansberry and, and Howard. Mm-hmm. It's all it's an all-new crew. Yeah. So, you know, I would say, you know, by, you know, mid-January, mid, uh, you know, we're going to see a totally different team playing out there. But unfortunately, you know, you got Warren Central, like you said, mm-hmm. that is ranked one. Uh, as they, should region. as they should be. They're, as they should be. They're so good. They're, they're so they're, good. They're really good. And Bowling Green is right behind them. Uh, and, you know, we've seen, Joe, we've been around long enough. We, we know what happens when you get to a district championship or you get to a region championship, and those two teams happen to be in it. Mm-hmm. It can get, you know, records – can, can become a little it's bit like, You can chuck them out. Here's the thing. Greenwood is in a very similar situation to what Bowling Green was in last year. Bowling Green, the year before, lost like five, six, seven seniors. And probably four or five of them were significant minutes. Um, and you had a lot, of, a lot of talented kids, but they were young and hadn't played a ton. And so you saw like... Uh, a, a sophomore in MJ Wardlow got a lot put on him. You had a, a you know a, a Mason Ritter got a lot put on him. Elijah, just you know these these younger kids who you knew had talent. Yeah. But the question was how quickly could they come together and play as a team? Now the benefit that Bowling Green had last year is they had Turner Buttry, who ended up being Mister Basketball last yeah. season. That helps. That helps a lot uh, because he can draw a lot of defense. Uh, he can draw a lot of attention and allow those younger guys to kind of develop and learn to play together while Turner is drawing the attention. So now we get to see how do those guys perform without Turner in the mix. He's He's gone to Richmond. He's at EKU. And now you've got these guys who have a ton of talent. We saw it last year. Can they be the go-to guys without having that – 
that fallback because you got in some games last year where it was like, okay, well, Turner can make some shots late and and win this game. Yeah, they don't have that anymore. So now who's going to be that for Bowling Green? But to go back with what I was saying, Greenwood is in the situation that Bowling Green was in last year. Young talent, good talent, but they've got to come together. Unfortunately, they have to do it in the crucible that is right. the 14th district yeah. in a year. You know, in some years that's not as big of a deal because Warren Central's good, but they may not be like top five in the state. Bowling Green's good, but they may not be top five in the state. You could see Warren Central, they're already being rated second or third in the state coming into the preseason, as they should be. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, like, they were in the finals. Uh, last they year. they made it to the championship, had a shot to tie it yeah. in the final seconds, and they lost one guy from that team last <laughs> That's year. That's right. That's Who? it. Who was very good. But Jay Lawrence is very good. But yeah. they've got some shooters that are coming along, and, and you know, Kate Unsell, I think, can slip into that that shooter spot that, that Lawrence had, yeah. and and they don't lose much speed, and they could get even better by the end of the year. And then you got a Bowling Green team who they're going to be a little slow out of the gate just because they've got so many kids that play football, and they're still playing right now in yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so they're not getting back to the court until probably not even this next yeah. week. They usually take a week off and then come back. So December could be a little rough for the Purples. Like, here's the thing. They're going to be playing North Laurel here in a little bit. They, they're not going to be at full strength against North Laurel. That could be a long yeah, night. That could be a nice, long. They had a nice over, overtime win over Henderson. Double overtime. Double overtime. Yeah. Uh, Pat no, Henderson. DG doesn't care about that. These guys don't care about their records. Yeah. The but here's the thing. By the end of the year, Bowling Green could be uh, a top eight, top five. Yeah. Like, they could be – I, I've said they could be a top ten team by the end of the year. Oh yeah, I I think, so. I, I think that they they're very much in that position and could be even better, but they're in the same <laughs> district and region as a Warren Central team who's going to be really good yeah. from the jump this season and it, and it's going to be a challenge, but it's one that they're going to take up and and Greenwood's in that same spot. They're yeah. they're a team that's got some young talent that's got to come together, but has to do it against really good teams, and they'll play Bowling Green in December because there's always that matchup between Bowling Green and Greenwood, and I believe it's at the Swamp in December. Uh, So they get that little bit of a bonus uh, going against a Purples team that is still getting their legs underneath them, transitioning a lot of guys from football, and then playing at home. So that could be an interesting matchup. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it's, it's 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 a tough district to have a young yeah, team. It's I, it is exactly you know a team that um, uh, a team and a coach that that I really uh, find interesting mm-hmm. is Coach Binge. You're talking Warren East. I'm talking Warren East, and and I know that he had to leave. They came they came to the girls' mm-hmm. media day. Mm-hmm. And because they could not make it for the the boys, but they came as a team, and they were the last team that we put on. And uh, Coach Bench, he's got an interesting background, really, um, from his college days. Uh, you know, uh, his dad uh, was friends with Scott Skiles' mm-hmm. father, the Michigan State uh, player, and he went on to be an NBA coach. But he's got some really interesting backgrounds uh, that I, I, I want to I get him on this show. And by the way, our, 
our podcast center here now is probably the best we've ever had because our guests can be right there on the couch. Yeah, they could be they could be nice and comfy. Yeah, and we we need to call it something. Uh, I don't know who to make of that. I think that's an Ashley Furniture. Couch. Well, see, here's the thing. This is where you get a sponsor, and yeah. they're on the they're on the such and such couch. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. Um, but I want to get him in here, and as as I want to get one of the goals for for our podcast going forward, other than tonight, uh, because you and I really can have a routine now. Um, mm-hmm. It might be tough uh, to do, you know, a late podcast on a Friday because that's when the games are. Typically. But we can do it. We can do it anytime, really. Um, you know, so, but anyway, we can figure that out uh, to, to get them in here. But uh, I think it's going to be fun. And I do like our setup. It's very, very comfortable. We're not restricted by four walls like in a small room like we used to be. Yeah, it's like we're definitely in – much roomier spot. Yes, uh, we're in uh, a spot that's not going to ch- like. And, and the thing is, we've also been in spots where we've had to set up the podcast, do the podcast, take down the podcast because something else is working in that room. I know, uh, and that's not going to be the case. So we, yeah. you know, this is this is set. We're going to be able to come in, yeah. plug in a laptop, and go, and and it, it'll be great. Yeah, so I, I took a picture of you because you were talking about Turner Butcher, and he is. Uh, in a very nice frame yeah. picture right behind you. He is. You know, uh, so... There's a story about Turner that I was told. He he went to Eastern Kentucky. He's playing with the Colonels right now. Right. And uh, early on in the summer program, they're doing a lot of conditioning, a lot of running, all that stuff. And the coach goes, okay, seniors, pick out an underclassman to shoot a half-court shot. And if he makes it, we're done for the day. And they picked Turner. Smart. And he made it. So he already became like a team favorite <laughs> because he got them out of running one day. So like he's already like in the team uh, as far as being like one of the boys uh, because he's already hooked them up with a day of not running. Which is which is really good for him. Yeah. Because, as he, <laughs> you know, you can be at the top of the food chain in high school. Mm-hmm. And, and he was Mr. Kentucky basketball, and he at the highest, he got the most accolades you could get. But at the end of the day, when you go to college, mm-hmm. you are an incoming freshman. Yeah, that that kid, and I never really got to say this a lot. That kid showed me so much last year. Um, I I went into last season, and you know, because I've been the guy that's covered Bowling Green for a while. Twenty ten. Uh, since twenty ten. It's it's been a bit, uh, and and I and had that's why that's why we're sitting home Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah, Let's exactly. Anyway, so <laughs> I had questions going to last year because in the year before I saw Turner Buttry as he's a great shooter. He can shoot. He's okay defensively, but he can shoot. He's a shooter. But then he became the only guy. Like the following year, when all those guys graduated, he was left. He was the only one there. So he had to become the leader. And I didn't know if he could, to be honest. He did such an incredible job of not only like playing well and the fact that he had every team the defense focused on Turner Buttry, right? And he handled that very well. And he, you know, again, turned that into being Mr. Basketball. You get that because of your performance. 
But what he also did is he took those younger guys and he got them to a spot to where they believed that they could play with the varsity boys. And because of, I, I think you're going to see impacts of Turner Buttry on Bowling Green this year as your timer goes off. Huh. Uh, Can't believe it. You, you're going you're gonna to see impacts of Turner Buttry on this Bowling Green team this year in the way that MJ Wardlow goes out and makes a big shot at the right time. Uh, in the way that Deuce Bailey steps out and makes a big play. In the way that, like, all of these guards, and Bowling Green's going to be guard-heavy this year. Yeah. They've got Mason and Elijah in the middle, which is going to make them one of the bigger teams in the region, too. But they got a lot of really good guards. And a lot of that, I think, as far as, like, the development last year, is because of how much Turner Buttry put into that program. He very well could have just come in and said, hey, I'm going to come in, I'm going to get my shots, we're going to win. However many games we're going to win, doesn't matter. I'm going to go play D1 next year. It's all good. And he didn't take that mentality. He said, I'm going to come in. I'm going to be a team leader. We're all going to get better. And this team's going to be better for it. And they went from a team that very well could have been one guy scores 25 to 30, and they go 15 and 15 in the regular season. And he took them to a team that made it to the regional championship and was really the only team that, that – Put a scare into Warren Central last year. Yeah, and and and, and a very good regular season with that to boot. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, my takeaway of Turner, uh, because I was able to have him on the show a few times and and got to talk to him away from the court. But watching him, my and I mentioned Scott Skiles uh, before, and, and not not many people, if any, will really remember him. But but Scott was ferocious defensively, mm-hmm. and so was Turner. And if I if I wanted to show my team what defense looked like, I would I would do a highlight video uh, of Turner Buttrey playing defense because he absolutely drove opposing teams crazy mm-hmm. because he was on them like a wet blanket. <laughs> he just would not, and he would pick up a foul here and there, and. If by chance somebody got the ball from from Turner, he was coming back after you, mm-hmm. and that's more than likely when he got a foul because he didn't like it. But defensively, he was so intense, and his motor ran like that the entire four. Yeah, quarters. he 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 had a great motor. He right? really did. I mean, mm-hmm. just just unbelievable athlete. Uh, and then you know you talk to him off the court, and just uh, first of all, he's a great student as well, uh, academically. But you just talk to him off the court. And, you know, kind of soft-spoken, very polite, and, um, you know, a great representative, obviously, for, for Bowling Green. But, uh, I mean, he drove opposing teams crazy. They, they, didn't, they didn't like him because <laughs> of the way that he, he played. Mm-hmm. He was just always going after it, never... He never took a break. I never saw him take a break. He didn't often. Yeah. He really didn't. Uh, but, again, he was he was very good. And to circle it all back, you mentioned Skiles again, Warren East, they're going to be good this year. They are. And and they're going to be a team to watch because they're going to be outside of the 14th district. They're in the 15th now playing with Barron County and with Glasgow uh, and with what is it, Allen? Yeah, Allen County. Yeah. yeah, I always like I always have to like run through the whole region to figure out who's in what district, 
and then they switched everything up this year. But yeah, so now you've got Barron, Warren East, ACS, and Glasgow. And they weren't welcome. Uh, no, with open arms. And, and you know, the, <laughs> it was so funny because you talked to the other coaches in our media day, and like, well, what do you think about Warren East joining us? Like, man, uh, we didn't want that, but here we are. <laughs> Wait, are we, we're missing somebody because was it Monroe that went to the sixteenth or no. Metcalf? Uh, Metcalf has always been in the sixteenth. Okay, right. Monroe okay. moved to the sixteenth, so the sixteenth now has five teams. They have the five. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, the, this year the fourteenth will only have four teams because uh, Foundation Christian Academy, which is the reason why Warren East is having to move to the fifteenth, yeah. they elected to not be in district play. They opted out of district play this year. Smart move. So they they they're still in case of LA, they're still playing team. They're they're playing some local team. I'm pretty sure they've got Logan. I think they've got Warren East on their schedule, uh, but they don't have. They don't have Bowling Green. They don't have Warren Central. I'm pretty sure they don't have Greenwood either uh, on their schedule this year. They opted out of district play this season. So there's only going to be four teams in the 14th, but they've got five schools. Uh, the the 15th has the four that we mentioned, uh, East, Barron, ACS. Uh, no, ACS is in – Logan's in the 13th. Sorry, I got myself confused again. <laughs> it's not – Barron, Barron, Glasgow, um, East, and Allen County, Scottsville. And then the 16th has Metcalf, Monroe, Clinton, Cumberland, Russell. Yeah. So that that's where the five go in there. And then the 13th, you've got uh, Russellville and Logan and Todd County Central and Franklin Simpson. Yeah. Which there we go. We got it all figured it's, out. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting <laughs> because no matter what year you're in, I mean, we're, we're going into our 19th season. Things don't really change when it comes to basketball. I mean, you've got you've got the two heavy hitters, which is Warren Central well, and Bowling. I mean, the entire time that Sporting Times has been a thing, it's been Bowling Green yeah. and Warren Central. One year, it was Greenwood. Yeah, we had one Greenwood year in that time, and that's the year I think it was two thousand and seven. Greenwood had uh, three soccer players that mm-hmm. started on that team. Uh, I remember Reed was one of them. Um, but they, all they just defensively they they were they just they were like uh, Turner Buttery, but they were soccer players that just never stopped. Mm. All they did was just crazy great defense, and they had uh, Sean Clark, and uh, Sean was the young man that didn't play his sophomore year because the coach said, "Hey, you're you're too heavy, you're too big." And he sat up in the stands, and he loved basketball. One of the great sports stories that we covered. And between the beginning of the season and the following season, he had lost a hundred pounds, mm. right? And he comes back. He was six foot, I don't know, six foot six, six foot seven. And um, you know, he came. He made the team. He was uh, he was important to the team. Uh, now he didn't have. You know, he wasn't physically like uh, like a Fant or Behan, right? I mean, he 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 just didn't have that characteristic in him, mm-hmm. but he still made a huge impact on the post, and uh, you know, he did some great things for him. But yeah, they won. I think it was two thousand seven. They won it all. I was like, I can't remember. It was yeah. before I came on in in two thousand ten. That's yeah, what I yeah know. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's look at you. You know, you're moving into the 14th district. 
it's going to be it's going to be something else. And you know, Coach Quarles over at uh, South Warren now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's the coach. He's going to be there for a while. I mean, he wanted to get back to the 14th district. Yeah, he, did. he was a part of Warren Central for so many years. Yeah, I believe he was down at Russellville for yeah. a few years. Mm-hmm. But you know, he is not going to jump around. He is going to be there, and that's what they need. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like now that he's in the 14th, don't look for him to be moving around much, much more. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that gets respect from his players quickly. Yeah. From everything that I've seen, I, I remember seeing him when he was an assistant with Warren Central. Those players listened to him. Yeah. Uh, when he was at Russellville, those players listened to him. I, and we'll see what he can do with a South Warren squad that, again, in, in all the years that South Warren's been a program, they've never made it to region. Uh, because, well, they're in this district yeah. that they're in. Um, and I think it's the it's like the one sport in South Warren that just hasn't been able to make it to region. And we'll see if he's able to get the job done. This year it's going to be real tough. I don't know about this year. Uh, but you've got but give him time. Yeah. And he's he's ready to take the time to be there. And that's that's it. If that's the program it. is ready to give him the time to yeah. do it. And I think they will. Yeah. Um and he could turn them into being competitive, yeah. I think. And, and you know, the, don't want to get over our skis, but you know, uh, once Coach Unseld's son graduates, mm-hmm. uh, and these you cycle through this unbelievable team that he has this year. I was like, this year is senior heavy. Yes. Like the, like with the exception of Cade. Right. Pretty much everybody else that's going to be playing significant minutes is a senior. They're, they're loaded with seniors. So what happens, you know, after, you know, but Hey, look at the, the, the cupboards never and like here's the thing you want to know what happens after Cade leaves someone else comes in because the <laughs> they just reload yeah, at exactly. Central Central's always going to compete uh, that's just how it's going to be yeah. in basketball yeah. uh, that they're going to compete and the same uh, that same with Bowling Green you know we said well you know when when uh, when Isaiah and all those guys graduated a couple years ago what was going to happen no. Well, you know what? Turner's going to keep him afloat a year, but who knows what after that. Right. You know what after that? A whole bunch of really good guys in, in, in MJ Warlow and Mason Ritter and Elijah Starks and Deuce Bailey and Travy Barber, and the list goes on and on. They're, they're going to be good for a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, look at – And the, the same is going to be for Central. The year that he had Terry Taylor, who, I mean – I got to get me a, a Pacers Terry Taylor jersey. That's what I got to get. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and, and I he, just, he just he just kept getting better and mm-hmm. better and better and better, and he was great in high school. Mm-hmm. But then he just he just kept going. He yeah. just you know so, yeah. I mean it's it's exciting. It's basketball time. You know we've got we're going to be covered. Look at we're doing fifteen events in three days this weekend. <laughs> I mean we are absolutely crazy. We were asked to do. The uh, FBU uh, National Middle School Football, we did the semifinals regionally a few weeks ago. Now they're, they're it's, a, it's a national program, and uh, I don't even know where we're at now, but it's, you know, it's the road to Naples. Mm. I wonder if we're going to be asked to go down to Naples and do... I don't know, man. Wouldn't that be a road trip? I mean... <sighs> Naples? They're yeah. holding it somewhere in... Uh, 
uh, like Sanibel, some somewhere around that area. I mean, it'll be nice. I mean, let's. I mean, it's not. We can carve out some time. <laughs> so yeah, so we're really we're really busy, and uh, and then in January, we're kicking off in a uh, mid January, we're kicking off a new uh, program uh, for our live our ST live stream. So we'll we'll announce that when we get into January. But it is a new program. It will impact a different uh, set of student athletes. I'll say that. Uh, so, uh, but one of the things that Joe, you and I are 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 trying to do is backfill, you know, uh, people for mm-hmm. sporting times for you know because we need camera people, we need photographers, you know, we could use we need announcers. Some announcers. I can't be everywhere, Doug. I, and you can't I don't either. Really want to, you know? I don't, you know, but I will do whatever I have to do, but. You know, I think that, and I don't know what's going on with WKU because that's where we get a lot of our our broadcasters in the past. But you know, we'll continue to look. But you know, if anybody's interested, uh, shoot me an email at uh, DLT, Diazin, Doug, or Doug Ellison Leaf Diazin Tom dot Sporting Times at Gmail dot com, and. Uh, yeah, let us know. We we do we picked up a photographer in the sixteenth district. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to pick up one next week in the thirteenth district. Uh, we've got a great one for the fourteenth, but he is a new principal, pretty much. Yeah, and that just takes up a ton. He's it's a busy time. man. He's busy. he's a he's a busy man. So you know we could use somebody here in the fourteenth. Um, so yeah, I mean it's just you know it's 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 cyclical for us as well. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, so anyway, let's, I, I got to ask you, you know, Christmas is just, uh, what is today, the second, 23 days away. Mm-hmm. Everything done with you? Are you, are you, are you I, settled in? I, I think I've ordered the last gift today. And where does that go? I mean, does it go to your house? Do you have a P.O. box? Do you trust it's coming to the house. your wife not to peek? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, if she peeks, that's on her. Like, that's Ooh, the thing. Like, okay. here's the thing. Like, if, like, and I know that she wants to. Oh. She, she's, she's very anxious to figure out what she's getting so how, uh, I mean, at all times. So, I mean, it's got a label on it, like, from. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well. I mean, most of the time it's from like Amazon, so oh, okay. you get Amazon. It could be anything, so that Good that's point. not going to give point. away most of what you get. Uh, so, but look, I I behave. I see the package come in. I see it says Allie Brunk on the thing. I leave it alone. I don't touch it. You don't touch it. And okay. you know, sometimes she'll see it and be like, "Oh, that don't look," and I don't look. Do you wrap your own packages? Do no. you wrap your own presents that you give. That I give, yes. Okay, so you don't like take them somewhere to have them perfect. No, if if I so I'll wrap them or I'll stick them in a gift bag if I can get away with it. But Allie doesn't let me do the gift bag too often. She makes me wrap. Yeah, that's, that's um, so. kind of that's kind of that's cheap, Joe. That's a that's a that's look a, that's look corner. Yeah, true. It looks a lot better than my wrapping. All right, especially so. if you put some of the tissue in with the bag. Then yeah, you, then you you've taken it to the next level. Yeah. The bag, you know, wrapping. 
it it's classy, you know, to do the tissue with the gift bag, and it's it's a it's a classy move. And it looks better it than is. my wrapping, it but is. she won't let me do it, so I got to wrap. Yeah, uh, whenever whenever stuff comes in, but uh, but yeah, so you know we're I think we we did we already did Christmas with my family during Thanksgiving because we saw everybody then. We're not going to see them at Thanksgiving because my brother's family goes to Florida. You mean, you mean at Christmas? Yeah, at Christmas. Whew. Yeah, it's a whirlwind deck. <laughs> uh, won't see them at Christmas because my brother's family goes to Florida to see uh, the wife's side yeah. of the family. So. Won't won't get to see that's them nice. then. So I mean, that's, yeah, they share. You know, it's uh, you know, I've got a big Christmas this year. This is huge for me because my grandsons are two and a half and four and a half. It's fun times. Exactly. So they're they're wired. I mean, mm-hmm. they know exactly what you know is going to happen with Santa. Mm-hmm. I also have a Santa authentic Santa suit. That I couldn't do it last year because of my back surgery, but I did it the year before, and it's the real deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got the the eyes, you know, white eyes, and mm-hmm. you know, or eyebrows and stuff like that, not white eyes. Um, That'd be a little weird. It is a little weird, but I, it's so funny because I, I I got home from doing something uh, in the Santa suit, and my next door neighbor caught me before I went into the house. Oh, I went down to the the, the kids' house and did something for them, but. He called me before I went into the house, all decked out in the Santa suit, Mm -hmm. and he said, hey, you know, the neighbors down the street have a little boy. Can you go down there Mm -hmm. and knock on their door and be Santa? And I'm like, wait, wait. (laughs) I mean, is it going to mess him up knowing that Santa's (laughs) knocking on his front door? You know, am I going to scare him? He doesn't, you know, I don't. So I, I found like an old stuffed animal. I mean, it wasn't old, but it was a stuffed animal. And I, I have a, I had a silk satin bag you mm-hmm. know, that you put the gifts in, and I went down there, and it was great. The little boy, I mean, just loved it, and the parents loved it, and you know, you walk down the street, and you know, people are honking at you, and so I, look at, I'm not saying that it's a career path going forward, but it might be something. I mean, I something, you know, maybe, you know. I mean, you know, the right when you when you find some people to finally do some announcing here at Sporting Times, and you have some time, <laughs> you know, that's right. That's right. This season. Oh my goodness! But hey, listen, I am so glad that we're back on. I think that you and I can do the weekly podcast, no issues, no problem. We upgraded the service today. We upgraded the uh, the mixer. We've upgraded the the laptop big time. The laptop we were using before, I think, was when did they enter? When did they? Uh, when did the internet start? Yeah, when did that start? I mean, it's it's been a bit. Okay, so that laptop has been a bit as well. It it has. It's it awful. has. It's it awful. It's it's pretty old. So we are we are back on uh, next week. Let's get a guest in here. Let's do it. Sure. Let's do. Let's get a guest. You and I will we'll we'll figure out a day, and um, we'll do it. And you know, good luck. To the purple Saturday night. Yes, they've got a. They've got that's a game. A big game, mm-hmm. and the odds makers in Vegas have them down right now. But I'm not I think so, so sure. I'm not so sure. Here's the thing. I feel, and we keep trying to sign off. We keep coming up with more stuff for me to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. I feel much better about the matchup going into tomorrow than I did going into it. The possibility of it at the beginning of the playoffs. 
I thought going into the playoffs, Frederick Douglass was a buzzsaw. Right. And that they were just going to obliterate everybody on their path to a 5A title. I really did believe that. The playoffs have shown that Frederick Douglass is mortal. Woodford County hung with them. It was 7-7 in the middle of the fourth quarter. Owensboro hung with them. It was 7-2 in the middle of the fourth quarter. That's the one that I scratch my head at. Because Greenwood was in the game Mm -hmm. late in the fourth quarter with Owensboro. And Greenwood, yes, had a very, very good team. But when you look at what Bowling Green is doing now Mm -hmm. with Deuce Bailey and all the offensive weapons that he had, mm-hmm. he hasn't even he doesn't he hasn't even ran that much this season. He doesn't have to. Like he doesn't have to, but yeah. he can. He can, which creates another offensive mm-hmm. weapon. Yeah, that, I mean, he's what three thousand yards passing at this point. Yeah, I think he he was he was at over twenty seven hundred going into the game against Southwestern, so he's probably right at three thousand. Yeah. Um, as far I think he might be at three thousand going into this game. The thing is, you know, we saw what Bowling Green did against St. X, and it didn't go well for them against St. X. Frederick Douglass' defense is very, right. very good. I mean, 63 points in 14 games, yeah. that's um, that's not just elite. That's generational. Right. That's, that's a really good defense. Uh, and so can Bowling Green and all their weapons move the ball against that really good defense? I think they've got a puncher's chance because I think Bowling Green's defense is better than people give them credit for yeah, and has got and has gotten better as the year has gone along. So I think the defense the defense is going to have to play their peak. The offense is going to have to find some way to move against probably the best defense in the state. They've got a puncher's chance. You have to say that much at least. Uh, it's going to be a fun one, and I think a lot of people are probably counting them out because they've seen what Frederick Douglass has done to like Boyle County and to yeah, Bryan yeah. Station, uh, you know, who are both in state title games of their own uh, this weekend. So they've seen what Frederick Douglass has done in the regular season, but you look at what they've done in the playoffs, and I think Bowling Green's got a shot, and it should be fun to watch. Well, they have, they have, uh, Frederick Douglass has three Division One guys on their defense, and there's a, apparently there's a linebacker. That they, they they say it's a black hole that that you know he just he just eliminates anything that comes mm-hmm. up the middle around the middle, but here's the thing: the offensive line for the Purples, I've watched so much this season, they are really good. They, they are really good. markedly improved from last yes. year, and they're tough. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that when they're done with their blocking assignment, they're not done. They go and they look for somebody else to hit. You, you can watch it on film. I think that's a great. I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup. And then you got Deuce Bailey, who man throws a really good ball this mm-hmm. year, but again, he hasn't shown what he can do with his legs. And if he has to run, or they have design plays for him to run, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a, an offensive player that is tough to defend against. We'll see. Yeah, it's like, and they may try to to design some runs for him to keep the defense a little more honest. And, yeah, I mean, Bowling Green's got weapons everywhere. Yes, and do. and the thing is, Deuce has been able to spread that around game by game. And we saw in the last game, he spread it out to everybody yeah. against Southwestern. You know, Barlow had a touchdown. Uh, Barber had a touchdown. C.J. Sweeney got in there. Javon Huddleston. Uh, there's there's weapons on weapons yeah. for Bowling Green. 
Uh, we'll see what it does against Frederick Douglass defense. Uh, it's not going to be easy. No. But I think they've got a shot. And I uh, wish we could be there, but we're not. I, I think that they're they're considerably better than Owensboro. So, I mean, mm. if Owensboro, whatever they did, that they can But see, them. Owensboro didn't score. They scored a safety. True. I was like, the offense didn't score. So that's. But, but how good is Frederick Douglass's offense? Uh, I, I think they've hit a they've hit a speed bump. Yeah. Because before the playoffs, they were great. Before the playoffs, they they moved the ball like crap. I mean, they they put a running clock on Boyle County at Boyle County at the end of the regular season. That yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's hard to do. That's really good. That's, that's not defense scoring all those touchdowns. They may have scored one of them, but offense was putting some stuff up. So their offense can play, but they've hit a bit of a bump here, and I don't know exactly what's caused that. Uh, maybe it's just Woodford County's got a good defense, and Owensboro has some athletes that stuck with the athletes that, that Frederick Douglass has. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but Bowling Green's got some good athletes on defense, too. I mean, you've got Augusta Niembo who can stick with people one-on-one. Uh, that linebacker core is really, really good. good. Uh, uh, good. Yeah, I, I think they're solid. They're going to miss Devin Gear. Uh, you know, thoughts or prayers go out to Devin Gear. Yeah. He had the, uh, the, I believe it's an ankle injury. He had to have surgery after the Southwestern game. He's come through the surgery, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the timetable on recovery, but obviously not going to be playing. Uh, football right. uh, this week, uh, but you know, he'll, yeah. He'll, thoughts he'll thoughts go to to that kid as he Absolutely. as he goes to recover and and, uh, and that's but yeah, tough. that's and, tough for a player to play that hard and not 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 be able to play in the big game. Yeah, that's just that's that's going to be tough. Yeah, but uh, we'll see if they can get it done. Hopefully, they can make a game of it. I think they will. I think it's going to be it, it's a fun one to go out on. It's yeah. the final state championship. Of the football season, and I, I think it's a it's a good one to go out yeah. on. Yeah, and so. I I agree. Now, speaking of going out, Joe, this has been a while are we, since you've done the. Are we going to do this now? That you, that you we actually going to sign off? That you've signed off. So oh, no. I'm not going to bother you or, <laughs> or make you lose concentration uh-huh. because you've got a lot of uh-huh. signing off to do. So with that, it's great to be back on the podcast mm-hmm. with you. And, and thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to the Take 5 podcast. If it's your first time, well, thanks for tuning in. If you're back after a long time, thanks for coming back. Uh, leave us a rate and review in your podcast app of choice that you're listening to. Probably Apple Podcasts. I think that's the one that we're funneling it all to. Uh, you can also catch us on SoundCloud by searching for the Sporting Times or for Take 5 or the Sporting Times Take 5. You can find us that way on SoundCloud. Uh, you can also do the same things to find it on uh, your Apple Podcasts. Of course, make sure that you're subscribed as you're listening right now. Leave us a little rate and review. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Sporting Times. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Times. stfanclub.com. That's the website to catch everything that we do online. It's got all of our Uh, all of our previews, any articles that get written, and, of course, all of our live broadcasts, which Doug's getting ready to go to right now. He's got Greenwood-Russell County tonight. And, of course, all the football stuff we've got this weekend. We've got two varsity uh, girls games, Bowling Green taking on Franklin Simpson and Greenwood taking on Glasgow. We're going to have those on Saturday morning, so be sure to catch those. And, of course, uh, any games that we've done in the past, you can catch it on that website as well in our archives. Uh, Again, the website there, stfanclub.com. 
And I think that is all of the stuff that I can plug right now. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And uh, hopefully we'll be back <laughs> with another week of this and we get this going on a regular basis. But thanks for joining us. For Doug Thompson, I'm Joe Brunk. This has been the Take 5 Podcast, part of the Sporting Times Broadcast Network.